Hey guys, before we get started today, remember I told you about 40 bags, 40 days yesterday? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, a, a friend of ours who is, that's her thing on for Lent it's season. Lent, really, right? Yeah. She she cleans up one area, one room or something, and she either throws away, donates, or something in one bag every day. She she makes one bag a day that she gets rid of. It's a decluttering exercise for the Lenten season. She's done it for years. And look, we've been to their house. They used to be neighbors of ours. They have a lot of stuff. And I love the way she's like, how do I tackle this? So she does it as part of the Lenten season. So that means and, the rest of the year she amasses enough junk to, I don't to fill 40 bags the next Not Lent. junk, but things. Uh, things, Belongings. Me. But I love the way, because to me, I would think more bigger, like projecty. No. It doesn't have to be. Yesterday, right? I was like a sandwich bag. <laughs> well, <laughs> any bag. Like, I think, um, what did I tell you the other day? She had done her freezer. Oh. She had done her freezer. Like, she'd thrown away old, expired, freezer burn things, stuff that killed her to throw away, but she threw away, cleaned yeah. out, and got rid of So that's a, a bag. Today, um, or because last night she posted that she had done her spice rack. Oh. I'm thinking that's a small project, but yeah. still a project. And she'd like gotten rid of stuff that was expired, old. Like if you need new cinnamon, just buy new cinnamon. She found something that was had expired in 07. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that was a small bag of stuff that she got rid of, but she tossed that one. That's no donating. Could've, that was Could have sold that at an antique shop as vintage. Yeah. But isn't that cool? Yeah. It's a cool yeah. idea. 40 bags, 40 days. So she literally once a day for 40 days, I mean every day for 40 days, yeah goes through some something i mean i'm sure she'll tackle the garage one day and that'll be a big saturday project well that may be 15 of the 40 bags right yeah. there you know it would be smart to do that and then have a garage sale right at the end all yeah. the stuff you've amassed i guess so yeah. i think she throws away well, or I, donates I at the end of the day but you're saying a different take on it would yeah. be make money yeah <laughs> coming up with murphy's sam and jody jody's got your first hollywood outsider tell you all about the new streaming service that is coming the new platform where a ton of stars are already going to be there and it's only for your phone that's on the way mm. coming up next i'll have to let you know why my uh, dog my faithful companion dog will refuses to come into the house now got more fun after the show uh come join us for another episode of the murphy sam and jody after the show podcast I have a, another new feature at my house right now. Okay, Sam. Yeah, I got carpet a few weeks ago while well, the fence went in. Uh, so everybody week. thinks you're moving. Your neighbors. Like, what Sammy, are you doing? My oldest son even asked me, because you, are you fixing all this stuff up to move? No, I'm just to fixing stay it up for you. Which is great. And you know what? Mm-hmm. It's uh, and, and we should explain that it has nothing to do with no solicitation signs, cameras, and now you're sealing yourself off in your backyard. <laughs> like, you guys will be comfortable if you're sealing yeah, the, yourself uh, front off. front yard fence will be going up next week. <laughs> okay. Gated. Okay, so you got a fence. Yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, the main Gus. reason, and, the, and the, honestly, the only reason is for Gus. Your it's dog. just so I can let him out in the yard because I'm, I'm tired. Because I've had, you know, the cable for month, for years where I take him out, let him do his business, and bring him back in. Right. So now he can just run and do whatever he wants. But talk about anxiety the first time I did it for you. Yeah, because you know I went outside before I let him out, and I was like, gates are all closed. Every can't do anything. Yeah. No, you're right. used to having him like tattered. yeah. Because when I open the door, I'm thinking Gus is going to take off. And he's going to find the one spot that I didn't look. Right. And he's gone. Right. But no, he, he ran out the door. <laughs> he got about 10 feet into the grass. And it's like, wait. What's different I here? I can't escape now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun because it, it was fun to watch him 
just Explore do it. what he wants. Every corner, he was hanging out at my neighbor's Fred's. The fence I have between me and Fred because right. yeah. they have a dog. Okay, and you oh, know yeah. he and that dog go at each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, so expect, now expect some holes to be dug in that area. Yeah, so right. he was a lot of time spent over there. The fence is an obstacle to a dog a lot of times, depending on the dog. Yeah. Well, a temporary obstacle for, to some. And also, yeah, I've been there. Also, uh, for the first day, no ducks came around. Oh, it now, scared the ducks. They can't. Well, yeah, they, they ducks fly. Okay. Well, the, that's the true. white ducks don't fly because those are like the. I little, thought you had those whatever ducks that just walked around. Yeah, the two white ducks just walk around. Okay. The rest of the ducks can fly in if they want. Oh, nice. But now Gus won't be, you know, tethered, so he can. Oh, no. Chase anybody he wants. Wreak a little havoc. Yeah. Yeah, and they've probably figured that out already, too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. I'm going to tell you all about the new streaming service, mobile only, called Quibi, and all the shows you can expect on it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. If you've heard of Quibi but, Quibi, but you're not quite sure what it is, here's what it is. A new streaming service that is coming, but only to your mobile phone. That's where you will be able to get all these shows. And I'll tell you the price coming up. But the creator is Jeffrey Katzenberg. You know him from DreamWorks. He created that with Spielberg. And Disney. He, he was also a <clears throat> studio head at Disney for years and years. And he had this idea. It's the first of its kind for this streaming service to only be on mobile devices. And only be... Feature 10 minute long episodes. Yeah, every episode is 10 minutes or less, and every possible subject beauty, cooking, useless trivia, you know? <gasps> oh, really? Yeah, Adam Rippon has useless tri- celebrity trivia like every day, so huh. look for that. Um, Jennifer Lopez has a show, and hers is not musical, it's like a. a donation show she gives like a hundred thousand dollars somebody who did something for her and they have to take half that money and give it to somebody that did something for them it's like this positive pay it forward thing mm-hmm. that's coming um the jonas brothers have a show what a man gotta do. called cup of joe while they were on that tour like every city they went to joe and his wife sophie were like touring around yeah. showing you the world so and by the way it's subscription so like 7.99 without ads Five ninety nine a month with ads. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, Denise, we're coming to you next. Uh, she's calling at 877-310-4MSJ. You can text or call us at 877-310-4MSJ. Good morning, Denise. Good morning. How's everybody today? We're great. Peachy Keen. How about you? Peachy Keen. I like that. <laughs> um, just driving to work yes. and listening to the stories about teenage driving and mm-hmm. thought, you know, I probably got to do that you guys might enjoy hearing. Yes. This was my own experience. And unfortunately, I was not even a permitted driver at the time. I was 14. Oh. Mm. I, was, I was staying with a, a girlfriend from school in a very large, exclusive gated community in our and the keys to the parents' Corvette were left on the kitchen counter. Oh. So Corvette? to go for a little ride. Just wow. like an 80s movie. Yes. <laughs> killing me with this. Yeah. Um, we're going around the neighborhood. We pass a really cute guy yes. who's out doing some yard work. And, of course, we, we both have to look. And I unfortunately looked too long. Oh. And... I hit a mailbox, too, Sam. Oh, man. <laughs> Except it's not a regular mailbox. Everything in this gated community, the mailboxes are large, too. Uh, like, of course. like the really huge ones yeah. that are on steel yeah. posts in uh, the ground. God. 
so, so messed up, the vet and the mailbox. Yeah. The uh, husband happened to be outside and wanted to make sure we were okay. And the wife came out and said, honey, could you please get the mail under the car? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Yeah, that was her concern with the mail. (laughs) And thankfully, and I do mean thankfully, the parents of this child could not have been more easygoing and gracious about the fact that this was a very expensive car that I had just totally trashed pretty much. And their insurance company took care of it. Were you punished? Severely. (laughs) Oh, yes. Right. The girl's parents, uh, the father is a very good and very reputable contractor. And my Mm -hmm. parents sent me to work for him the next summer cleaning up the houses that he finished Mm -hmm. doing. Wow. It's all part of the learning process. (laughs) So. Paying your debts. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's a big one, Denise. Thanks for the call. (laughs) Um, Coming up next from our Facebook page, some ideas for you, Sam, to help Jack pay that debt. You and Jack of his mailbox mailbox problem. (laughs) We love to hear from you on social media. Connect with us there anytime on Facebook or Instagram. And we promise to put little cute videos up there, too, all the time. And go Facebook Live. You know the deal. Yesterday, Sam, you posted um, the picture of what used to be your neighbor, neighbor's mailbox. Yeah. Used to be. Just a stump left and some tire tracks. Some really deep tire tracks yeah. where Jack backed out over it and took it out. Backed out of my driveway and took out my neighbor's And the long mailbox. and the short of it is the neighbor was, was like, don't worry about it. I was young once myself, son. Don't worry about it. It's it's just a mailbox. You and got he, lucky there like Denise did. And he told yeah. you that too. Yeah. But you had posted what any suggestions of what you can do for I, him. I still you, think something needs to be done. Right. Tanya says that's really nice of him to not make you pay. Maybe offer to mow his yard for the summer or better yet, have Jack do it. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea Chad, better. have Jack help him replace it and fix the tire marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could. Yeah. yeah. I think there was also a suggestion of, of getting a, a, a landscaping company because the tire... Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, now we're getting tire, crazy. Well, the tire marks are pretty severe. Well, yeah, I know. A little mud will fill that in. Okay, okay. Uh, Jacqueline says, have Jack replace it if the neighbor doesn't want you to pay and maybe make some sorry cookies. I'm mm. sorry cookies. Sorry cookies sounds good. Mm. Yeah, because you could have some of those. Yeah. <laughs> and Hitch says, don't want to tell you how to parent, but it should be Jack helping him make the repairs. Oh, yeah. I see some grass cuttings in your neighbor's future. <laughs> or you could give him a gift card to a home improvement store because he's going to have to replace his mailbox. Oh, see, I never thought of that. If you do the gift card like Jack do the work work, like the physical that's a great idea. That is I a good, like the it's a gift good card. lesson there. It's not really like Jack. You can. He probably learned his lesson about backing up. I believe he did. Right, but it's not about that. It's about okay, you well, making something good. Yeah, it's not a punishment. It's the right thing to do. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, um, keep it coming. We love to hear from you on Facebook and Instagram. You have to let us know what you decide, Sam. Okay. So with all the tracking apps and devices we've got now that we can keep track of where our family is kids you know moms dads whatever mm-hmm. at any time uh there really is no reason shouldn't be any reason that anybody should ever freak out right if they can't oh, yeah. reach somebody because you, you it, it, so long as you're doing those things yeah. you would know where they are right yes and then you could make you know uh, assumptions or <laughs> Positive assumptions. Making assumptions is so, always good, yeah. isn't it? So here's what I'm getting to. Uh, my my dad gave us, me and my my, my sister, quite a, bit, a scare the other day, and he didn't mean to. Sure. But, uh, you know, my dad, my mother passed away almost four years ago. 
And so whenever we call him, he keeps his smartphone on him. He will answer it mm-hmm. almost every time. If he's not in the shower or sleeping, he's going to answer his phone. I love the way he answers, too, because yeah. he knows it's me. He'll go, hello, young lady. <laughs> and um, and he's, he's, he texts a lot, too. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, um, we had sent a few texts back and forth, and I didn't receive anything back, but I wasn't really worried about it. One of them I said, I'll just give you a call later. Mm-hmm. I tried calling him in the morning. I didn't, you know, I just told him I left him a, a voicemail. Or my sister calls me early in the afternoon, and she, you know, we call my dad Dane. She said, "Hey, has uh, has Dane? Uh, have you heard from Dane today?" I'm like, "Well, he's not returned my call, and now I'm thinking about it, he's not returned my text." Mm-hmm. She said, she "Well, can't get him either, right?" Yeah, right. She couldn't. She was trying to call him and couldn't reach mm-hmm. him. And uh, and then my brother-in-law tried, couldn't reach him. So I get in the car. I'm worried now, yeah. you know, because the tracking says he's at home. Right. But, um, you know, he's not answering his phone. So when we when I, when I get there, I ring the doorbell, and I'm just, you know, hoping for the best, but I'm really nervous by this point. And the door opens, and it's him. Hey, fancy seeing you. He was surprised. Yeah. But that's because he had gone shopping for groceries, <laughs> and he does not use his phone when he's driving. And he, when he's in the store, that's what he's focused on. Yeah. So he was just off the grid personally for about uh, three, yeah, three hours. Wow. But it's well, that's us. how long it takes sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, and was he putting groceries away? You said. Yeah. Yeah. He had a big pile of Walmart bags, and he was just putting everything away. Whenever, What's yeah. funny is when you told me about this last night, <clears throat> Murph, is that he didn't. Hey, come on in. He didn't realize that he scared everybody. Did you explain yeah. it to him? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I said, "We're not trying to make you feel bad. You don't owe us explanations. You're an adult. However, you know." Answer your phone. (laughs) Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got another Hollywood outsider. Uh, But first, one lesson we can all use at work, especially from James Lipton, who passed away this week. Uh, James Lipton died this week. We talked about it in The Hollywood Outsider. He was 93. Number one, I didn't know he was that age. When when Jody mentioned it the other night, I had to stop for a second and say, Lipton, the ice tea here? No, oh yeah, he's the guy that interviewed actors. And he was called inside the actor's studio, a college professor at a university in New York. Right, and a, that's how he's made his living. I, I remember an SNL Will Ferrell played him to a team. Sam oh, that's said right. he knew Will Ferrell, James Lipton, before he knew real James yeah. Lipton. And being honest, a lot of people may have. It was a thing there for those studying acting. One of his most famous students was Bradley Bradley Cooper, who was in that school. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, he was in the audience and asked at, questions, and then was a guest. And that was he always said that that was his greatest. What guest in the whole world do you want the most? You know what my answer was the night that one of our graduated students has achieved so much that he comes back to our stage and sits next to me as my guest he has done some great interviews and a couple of things i wanted to share with everybody i think i feel i feel like we can all benefit from knowing this because when he died the other night i was on my phone and i started reading as per usual you start learning about people once they've passed and it's like oh wow um he was in television and and theater and writing and in entertainment years before he did this inside the it was it started as a class Mm -hmm. and then they said this needs to be a show because it's so interesting the study of people working on film yeah and so it became a show because it was a class first um, but a couple of things to know. He never had any formal interview training. Mm-hmm. That's just who he was. He was being himself when talking to those students. Yeah. Okay. Which was really cool. You ever go back and watch the other thing and that I believe in this because the times in my life when I've been asked to speak to a group for any reason, the times I've tried to memorize it, no way. 
Uh, I always forget something. The time I have a whole sheet of paper with notes, too much. Every time he had an interview, he had note cards. And yeah. every question was one note. One note card per question is what mm. he did. So that's a, something really? to take and remember. If you're speaking to a group of people today, it's a sales meeting or whatever it may be. Get some note cards. Note cards work. James Lipton is proof. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Tell you about some of the big names joining the Sesame Street movie, which is going to be fabulous. That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So there is a big screen adaptation. Big screen means coming to the movies. Big screen adaptation of Sesame Street coming. Really? This is exciting to me. I mean, you could do so much on the big screen with such, you know, these beautiful stories. Is it going to just like follow the theme of the TV show or is it going to be like a murder mystery? No, it has. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be the theme where it's like two and three minute segments of hundred different yeah. stories. No, they'll have a big one story plot right. as all movies. Okay, so the characters will be mysteriously kicked out of their own neighborhood. Yeah. They don't know why. Then they're forced to collaborate with a history show host to prove that Sesame Street actually exists. And some big names already <laughs> attached. You know, it's like live action, real people okay. with the, with the pup with the Sesame Street characters. Yeah. Um, Chance the rapper has signed on to be a part of it. <laughs> Hello. So positive and fun. And if they do like Sesame Street always does with all the musical acts, there's going to be so many people in this. There's so much. There, the possibilities are just limitless here. And also, Anne Hathaway was one of the first big actresses to sign on. Academy Award winner yeah. Anne Hathaway rocking the Sesame Street movie. Expect more big announcements for this one. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Jump in at 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, Carol is going to tell us why it's important, if you're sick, to stay away from the doctor's office. That's coming up next. You can reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. You can also text or call us at 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Carol? Not bad at all. I'm on my way to work this morning, okay. and I work in the doctor's office. Yes. Ah. So, <laughs> and you were guys... <laughs> but I work in OBGYN Oncology. Oh, mm-hmm. wrong end. And <laughs> okay, Sam. Well, it depends on who you are. Calm down. But <laughs> yeah. But... The hand washing, absolutely. But a piece of advice: mm-hmm. if you wake up and you are sick, don't come to the doctor's. Yes. I know that sounds terrible. Yeah, we got pregnant women sitting in our waiting room, and mm-hmm. people showing up, and they're like, "Oh, I woke up sick this morning." And they, and uh, yeah, why are you here? Mm, right. I understand. You know, now I did have one woman say, um, "Well, I didn't want to call in this late. If you are sick." Mm-hmm. We're not going to charge you for not coming in. We're going to appreciate the fact that you didn't come in when you right. were sick. And this Makes needs sense. to be spoken of more more often because we also, it's not just that, we also have this whole culture, this whole culture of feeling like you're missing out or feeling like you're letting people down if you don't show up. And so that overrides yes. self-care and then care for everybody around you. Yeah. Yes. And we even had a woman show up yesterday and... So when she left, they came out and they go, you got to sanitize everything. Oh, really? She woke up with a, a temperature and still came in. It's like, oh, gracious. Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's good advice, Carol. Thank you for the call. That's it's, why a lot of uh, the pediatrician's offices have the well well child area and the sick child area yes yeah. ours does too I, I try to abide by that and that's another thing about me is I'm not the I do go go to the doctor when I need to go to the doctor okay because Murphy fusses me about that well but, the thing is and, and what 
Carol's not saying that if you're sick, don't go to the doctor who can do something about it. What she's saying is don't go to the doctor for your other appointment that doesn't have anything to do with you being sick. Yeah, and just careful yeah. when you're sick, where you go. Think about that. Yeah. Think about what you're bringing to everyone else yeah. there, and you're doing it because of what you feel is an obligation or pressures. I think everybody's more aware of it right now. And of course. I, I saw our CPA yesterday, and I'm talking to him, and he, he in mid-sentence, walks away from me to the other <laughs> corner of the room, turns around and huh? sneezes into Yay. his arm. Oh, and he's okay. like, look, he says, probably no coronavirus, but you know, so better good. safe than sorry. Okay. <laughs> he's doing it right. Thanks, Carol. 877-310-4MSJ. Three to know today. Yesterday was Super Tuesday and Vice President Joe Biden made a major comeback and he's once again the front runner for the Democratic national, well, nomination for president. Um, And did you see that in this dramatic moment in L.A., he was on stage and he was rushed by a pair of anti-dairy protesters trying to get at him. And no worries, though, his wife, Jill, blocked him, (laughs) blocked him. She was it was like a nice little defensive move. Yeah. Um, The tornadoes that ripped through Nashville, like it's like Monday night, early Tuesday morning, you know, like cell phones went off and alarms went off and all of that. But it was like one o'clock in the morning when they first touched down. So at this time, it's still there. are Some people still on like unaccounted for at least 24 dead. We know that like 140 buildings just shattered. Uh, and President Donald Trump is set to make an appearance. He's going to travel okay. to, to uh, Nashville on Friday to tour and see the damage. Did you hear yesterday <laughs> that Apple's co-founder, Steve Wozniak, who's also known for being a little bit out there sometimes. Yeah, he's a little kooky. He's a billionaire. He says he thinks he and his wife may have had COVID-19, the coronavirus. Well, um, he thinks could so. have been he's... the first person to yeah. bring it to the U.S. Yeah. Um, he said they had the worst flu of their lives um, and when they had just returned right after visiting Asia said the CDC told them look I mean it's too late to test you for your symptoms would have cleared up by now but he's like I, I think we may have brought it here sure three things for you to know today Come join us after the show for another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Sam's got music news. Katy Perry is uh, lending her voice to Australian wildfire relief efforts. She is putting on a show next week. It's called The Fight On Show in Australia. Good, okay. Uh, And it's all going to be for those who help save lives and lost property. Everybody gets free tickets. Come and enjoy the show. Nice, okay. That'll be kind of nice. You saw she's talking about uh, texting Taylor Swift lately. That they they text all the time? Yeah, they're not best buds, but now that the fighting is over with, they they do text each other. Nice. Sup, girl? How are you doing? Yeah. Who's this? <clears throat> I'm okay with I don't I mean, need look, them to be best friends, yeah. but I'm glad that they are. Otherwise, I mean, there would be no reason to text if you weren't at least friendly. Yeah. Truth. You know Truth. what I mean? Truth. Uh, did you see what happened to Garth Brooks at his uh, Detroit concert the other night? He was in Detroit, and uh, he was wearing a jersey that said Sanders on the back and 20. And so a lot of these fans were like, well, Bernie Sanders, 20, 20. It yeah. wasn't Bernie. And it's like. It's Barry Sanders, the Detroit Lions running back. Yeah. He wore number 20. Right. Garth was just okay. showing his, you know, fandom and his appreciation. Well, and he, a- and he and Barry Sanders went to Oklahoma State together. Right. Well, so it's, it's a political like, climate right now, especially yeah. right now. Well, and I, th- that, I saw that one went viral over the weekend. Yeah. It started, you yeah. know, as soon as it happened, it started getting out. Like it, That's it, what happened when Trish is not home to help dress him. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. Uh, and also, too, I saw this story about Post Malone and why he has all these face tattoos. It's in GQ right now. You probably think that you are better now. And 
I've taken a new appreciation to Post Malone since my daughter Maddie thinks he's the most wonderful right, person. Right, so Sam. I, I haven't listened to a lot of his songs, but he says the, the face tattoos came about because of his insecurity about his looks. He said in middle school, he used to cry himself to sleep because he uh, thought he was ugly. Really? And whenever he became of age, came of age and he could get a tattoo, change things. he changed it up so that you wouldn't see how ugly he was. Oh. That's awful. And it's like, really? Golly, dude. I feel like... Well, a- at least he's just being honest about yeah. it. Yeah. And he says, I had a face for radio and, you know, and if I can be inspirational in any way, I want to do it. If you want to check it out, it's in GQ this month, the whole interview. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up, Jody's got another Hollywood outsider. And uh, next, even though you know there's a recommendation of something you shouldn't be doing right now with the coronavirus being what it is, I don't know that I can give this up. That's next. Pretty much everywhere you look uh, on your smartphone and your Facebook feeds, uh, even Jody's you know, three things you need to know, um, coronavirus is in the news mm-hmm. multiple times every COVID-19. day. COVID-19. Yep. And um, that just know. sounds like a kind of spy novel COVID-19 sounds like a medicine, which is what we need right now. Well, yeah. and I guess they've numbered each strain, so this must yeah. be the 19th strain of it. Yeah. But the recommendations now of not shaking hands and, you know, fist bumping and the, the contact, I get the washing hands and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I I'm not going to be one who's going to overreact to this. I know mm-hmm. it's very serious, but I don't know that I want to stop shaking hands right now and all of that. And right, it's also to you me it's about to- habit. Yeah. How, how, can you stop a habit like shaking hands? Yeah. Can you? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, it goes a little deeper too. And I, I don't know, maybe I'll catch some flack for this, but okay, Sam, I don't we'll know if it. it's as serious as everybody. Sure. If, if everybody's media is blowing it out of proportion here in the U.S., not the world, well, but in the U.S. Well, the problem is it's killing people. That's if if the it was reason. just a virus, right. it wouldn't you know mm-hmm. be, but it's it it results in pneumonia, and it's apparently very difficult to treat depending on what stage it is. Mm-hmm. The numbers uh, of fatality is much lower than that of, say, the flu, of course. Right. So, the no- yeah. so should you be as scared? No, but it's, it's like if it's as easy to catch as the common cold, but some people do not make it out from under it, and there's yeah. no vaccine yet. That's the reason yeah. for the feeling. And it's the not going to stop me from shaking hands and yeah. kissing babies. Kissing babies. Yeah. And the other thing that I take from this, and it's back to the habit thing, Murphy. It's a good thing that you bring it up because it's like, like it, think about your habits. Think twice about your habits, whether it's handshaking or high-fiving, but think twice yeah. about your hand-washing habits. And the biggest one is how often you touch your face and why. Hmm. That's the big problem. If you, you know, you're not supposed to be touching your face as much as we do. That's for common cold flu or coronavirus. So it's like, yeah, how many people are accidentally giving themselves something by touching your mouth and or nose? That's why they, you know, daycares with little kids. That's why. Hmm. Mouth touching. And I do think when you hear, you know, city to city as law enforcement goes in or you hear about cases and one person is found with it and they go in and they sterilize. Right. That sort of thing. I think the response is great. I do have a response. Right. Right. But I, you know, until, until then, I still want to shake hands. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Famous director Woody Allen is publishing a memoir. It'll be out in April called Apropos of Nothing. Mm. And um, the the publishing house that picked it up, Hatchet Book Group. Yeah. That was the same book group and public, publishing house that handled Ronan Farrow's Pulitzer Prize winning book, Catch and Kill. Really? Why couldn't he go somewhere else? I don't know. I'm surprised it got published. Even a lot of people said Woody Allen's story is unpublishable in the Me Too era. But somebody published it. And so Ronan and Dylan Farrow have come out and said, really? Really? And they've, of course, 
you know, explain their displeasure right. with him telling these stories because he didn't fact check. And Ronan has cut ties with that publisher. Oh, and they're the one they're the ones that did the catch and catch kill. Catch and kill. Exactly. Oh. So it's like, mm, uh oh. To me, a Woody Allen memoir is for Woody Allen and a few elite people in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be flying off the shelves and is, certainly uh, not uh, award winning. Ronan have anything to say about the Frank Sinatra bio? Be a lady tonight. He might be in it. <laughs> Murphy, Sam and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Connect with us uh, on social media. You can reach out on Facebook or Instagram. Follow us there or text or call us at 877-310-4MSJ. You know, earlier we were talking about Quibi. It's a new service. Right. It's a new streaming service that launches in April. And Sam, you had asked a funny question. Do you know why it's called Quibi? Yeah, it's a weird name. None of us knew, but of course, producer Bailey did. Yeah, it stands for Quick Bites, given uh, that everything's 10 minutes or less. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. so cool. And it's coming. It debuts... April 6th, so we're less than a month, well, a month from Quibi. And this is all coming over my smartphone, right? It's on your phone. I guess you could, could you go home and watch it on a screen? I don't know, but you have to subscribe to it. It's like five bucks a month if you get it with ads. Yeah. And it's um, like seven without ads, but it's every kind of show. I mean, it's a full service from creator Jeffrey Katzenberg. You know what's funny to me about this? Is it sounds a lot, you, it sounds very YouTube like, mm-hmm. and the previews for all the Quibi shows are on YouTube. <laughs> They're not on Quibi. Right. Is this it for us? We're destined to be two people with vision living That's a show called Flip. This is not our destiny, Cricket. What? You know, it's everything you could think of, though. It's just the vehicle that's different, yeah. the mobile thing. Well, they also got a bunch of big names involved in it. Joe Jonas is doing a travel show. Zach Efron is an doing adventure an show. adventure show. Kill, what is it, Killing Zac Efron? Yeah, where he kind of goes off the grid. <laughs> yeah, and the um, um, There are fashion shows, and Jennifer Lopez has a show, but all of them are 10 minutes or less. And he's like, this is just something he feels like everybody's got a phone. I say Jeffrey Katzenberg, the creator. Everybody has a phone, and it's the new thing. You're looking for content that's short that you can take with you anywhere. People are going to be watching shows on the subway. Mm-hmm. You're going to be watching them when you're standing in line. Yeah, 10 minutes to spare. You can grab a show. Well, that's yeah. what they hope. You guys sound like you're doing a commercial for this thing. <laughs> I'm not, it's I mean, just to me. It's weird to me. To, to me, well, it's, it, it's different. I, I think all, all it's going to do is feed uh, sh- short attention span. Short attention span, just like I have right now. Right, <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, 10 minutes, if everything becomes bite sized in 10 minutes, who's ever going to watch a long form show or true. a movie in the theater anymore? Or but that's like not that. the reason to not do it. In fact, the question will be will things on Quibi be. Um, you know, eligible for awards and things like that because it's filmmaking. Well, nah. I'm sure they would have Short to stories. if it's you know if it's if Netflix and Amazon are up for it. Somebody's going to say uh-huh. it has to. Unless Martin Scorsese has something to say. <laughs> Want to draw your attention to our not so serious book club again Why at MurphySamAndJody.com for a book that a friend loaned me two years ago and said you got to read this. It's so great. And then I started and it took reading you two it. years to re- get to it? No, That's I just couldn't get into it. It was called The Nightingale. My friend Dana gave it to me, and I was like, eh. I even gave it back to her and said, thanks, but no thanks. Then I had another friend say, this is the best book ever. I'm like, really? So I gave it 100 pages. That's my rule. So at page 100, it had me. That's pretty generous. Well, I like, to read. Yeah. I like to read, though, so yeah. it's not a not a problem. Murphy only made it 80 pages with Harry Potter. Oh, 20, That's true. if that. Anyway. I'm still wondering what happens to him, but eventually it all turns out good (laughs) 
It's called The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna, and it's in our Not So Serious Book Club. And I just found out this week that um, the act- the movie's coming out in December, and it's going to be beautiful. And actress- actresses Dakota and Elle Fanning will play the sisters oh, in wow. you know German-occupied France during World War II. It is a beautiful story. Check it out. Not So Serious Book Club at murphysamandjody.com. Hope you enjoy the rest of your workday, and uh, when you get a chance, we would love to come have you hang out for another Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast today. Our, our oldest daughter, Taylor, is hitting another milestone. This one enjo- involves the federal government, though. Yeah, we weren't really ready for it either. We'll go there in the After the Show podcast.